but then they put the drum on one side of the field and we all start at the other and it's a race. You just yeah. have to run across the field. And and, like, uh, there's like one mallet, like at center field, they have to fight for first and then get to yeah, the, almost, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think it should be like a hunger games type yeah, deal. Yeah. Definitely. One, one mallet. Yeah. But then there's like, the sprinklers are on. The sprinklers are on there and the, there's like flamethrowers around. Union goals scored by AJ and Luke, the Goofy Brothers. Hey guys, Doobie Brothers podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host and my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly. It is episode 111. And we have our very first game to talk about, which is exciting. <laughs> yeah, uh, we don't sound excited, but uh, you know, I, I feel like this. I feel like we kind of feel like the union looked. Yeah, and uh, if that doesn't get you excited for this podcast, <laughs> no, yeah, I think it was. We'll just dive right into it. I feel like it was uh, a kind of an expected opening game, where it was you know definitely some rusts, definitely some guys trying to get back into the swing of things and not that they were completely bad but just you know need another game or two to really get the get get, get clicking i think yeah yeah i think yeah short it felt like there's a short off season um yeah yeah you know, going going as far as we've ever gone in the playoffs playing as long and then right starting earlier because of the world cup so yeah so yeah it uh was not the most exciting opener we both expected them to win and uh we both lost some money because they did not so yep 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 um what do you think about the lineup Carranza and Burke up top pretty much everything else was chalk what were your thoughts on that yeah I guess I was a little surprised by I don't know if I was surprised but I guess I was kind of expecting uh um the Christmas tree just yeah. because it seemed like I Burke was not like with the team because he had the, like the, the green card stuff. So he was away. So I didn't know if he was like really ready to like jump into the starting lineup. Um, but you know, it was good to see him. I think he, he had a, a decent shift. Um, I think I, I would have been more, ex- I think I would have been more excited to see a Christmas tree just because of uh, that. would probably would have gotten an Aronson onto the field or, or McGlynn maybe or Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Um, right. We just want to see those home runs, you know, starting in these games but uh i think burke played fine and it was you know their standard lineup so i think it, it, it makes sense for them to to use a 442 when whenever possible so uh, did yeah. you like disagree or with with the his choices or or anything, have any other takes nah no other takes i'd say great 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 <laughs> <laughs> so uh i i obviously was watching at home um tell me about what it was like pre-game how's the atmosphere the build-up uh i'll tell you like i could not refresh my phone enough saturday morning yeah. leading up to it yeah um so yeah tell me tell me what the pre-game was like and yeah it was it was just great to be back there uh, it was cold but not like it wasn't terrible um i mean i'm the i'm the kind of person that i'm gonna wear as many layers as i physically can because I'm kind of a wimp, so I'll just I'll just you know bundle up as much as possible, and I, and I was fine with my like six layers and a big winter jacket. Um, but other than that, like 
you know, there, there was a, a, a good crowd since Sons of Ben, Houston Ultras were, were making some good noise. Um, there was the uh, the new tradition of the, the, the drum, the big drum that it was the two that banged in the before the game. It kind of like a, it, similar to like how the Sixers have the ring the bell before the game. Um, seems like a, it's like a new tradition kind of thing. And that's cool. I, I kind of missed it because I was lucky enough to go into the tunnel club before the game started. So I was there seeing the players walk out and then had to run to our seats before the, the game started. So I mi- kind of missed the... Uh, miss the the drum thing live but sounds like it's a, a tradition that everyone's everyone likes and it was cool to have let be the first one we're excited to see who's next and maybe we'll talk about that later in the in the uh in the episode but yeah it was just it was just great to be back i just you know obviously love being in that stadium and seeing it full and real soccer on the, on the field so it was just great to get that going absolutely um yeah so Pretty lackluster in the first half. I mean, we were, I mean, I don't know how it felt there, but man, we were kind of holding on, holding on for dear life. Yeah. Dear life. But it was, it we was also, like, yeah. It, yeah, it felt like, yeah, we were definitely struggling to like find a rhythm, but it also felt like Minnesota, just at least at the very start, were struggling too. And like Reynoso would get the ball, but like had like no one to play off of. And then eventually, like Laud and uh, Ariaga, like, got into the game and, and were able to be a little bit more supportive, but it, it was, yeah, it was, it was a little frustrating. I, I was most disappointed by how kind of sloppy we were out of the back, like on the ball, like our passing on the back from either Martinez or even like Glezins and Elliot or Baizo. Like, I feel like it was just a lot of just like stupid turnovers off of passes and just guys not like, it just it just felt like you had this rust or out of rhythm um do you think part of that could be missing montero i don't know because he's not like the like go to he's the he's like the guy he's that's going to transition guy he's the transition guy going from back to front yeah but i feel like they like he was always he's always a guy on the left side and we usually play up the field through the right side now i will say watching we it seemed like they tried to favor the left side a lot to begin the game. And though the right side was not used very often. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that was something that they, they planned out, but it seemed like the left side was super crowded. And I don't know if you're just trying to play into Wagner. Um, I mean, you got multiple left footed guys over there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel but, like that probably yeah, was yeah. a Wagner thing because, but, it, but yeah, but I think that what made that tough was, the fact that Flack was, you know, isn't as offensive minded as like a Montero would be. So yeah, maybe, maybe you are, are onto something where it was still figuring out how to play without Montero. Um, but it, it just, it just felt like a little bit of like uncharacteristic turnovers from the union that I don't just, this comes with a, a opening game. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Um, let's talk about the goal. All right. Obviously, the glaring error was on Baizo. Yeah. The second glaring error was Glesnes kind of, and it, it, he like kind of bit on. I don't know if the striker kind of lifted his head, but um, he played the cross or was like trying to protect the cross. Jack Elliott pretty much ran straight back into the goal, and Wagner kind of followed him rather than following uh, the attacker. So it was like four four defenders who just really seemed off key when 
that was our strength all last year. And it was, it was kind of like a super kind of ironic thing coming into the season saying, all right, we got like, we got about a, as good of a back line as we've ever had in yeah. the union. And it, and it didn't change. There wasn't any like new additions. It's the same back five, right. six, if you include Mart- Mart- Martinez. So yeah, it was a little, yeah, little yeah, frustrating. One, yeah. One, one run down the wing and, and everything just fell apart. It was just like, it was almost like nobody talked to each other yeah. and like they didn't play off of each other at all. Yeah. And I mean, other, otherwise they, they were okay on the day. Yeah. Uh, it it was frustrating on that goal. Sorry. I just, I just speak on that goal. Like it was frustrating seeing that Mbizo made that same mistake that it felt like he did the same thing to give up the deciding goal of the NYC Eastern conference final game where it was, a uh, ball coming into him where he, he was in the right position and just misjudged it and let the ball get past him and let the, the attacker runs by him with, with speed. Um, so it's frustrating to see like that same mistake happen. And I know I agree that like he wasn't the only one to blame on this goal. Uh, blame going to be spread around a lot of guys, but like seeing that's a very, very similar play, play that created all that was a little bit frustrating and a little bit concerning as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, that's like about as extreme as a recency bias as we could have because it was the last goal of last season and the first goal of this season. Right, right. It's like, ah, yeah. come on, guy. But also got to give him credit because the goal that we did score, he was one of the guys who had the pressure on the corner to enforce forced the turnover. So, yeah. um, I don't know. Yeah, people make sure you uh, see both sides of the coin there. Sure, for sure. Um. What were your thoughts on Carranza? I thought he played a decent game. Um, I think he was getting involved enough. I I liked his movement in checking back, but still like not getting sucked too far back, like it like a in a way that Shabilko would, and where he would become more of a midfielder than a striker. He still stayed up there without without like abandoning supporting his the. The defensive efforts um so i think he i think he's figuring out the the union system in it well enough and seeing that this was just his first game uh that was a little, little bit pretty encouraging um i know there's still like we need we want to see more service into him and get in more chances and all that but it, i don't think that was exactly on him to that on him that he didn't get a, get a, get, a, get as much looks as, as he would have liked but what, what were your takes on his his performance I mean, I th- yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I th- yeah, I, th- I think he was fine. I also have a theory or a thought that um, him and Ua are going to get a nice long leash, just being that they're two new striker signings. Um, and I'm talking leash from the fan base. So I feel like we've, we've been hard on our strikers for the past couple of years because they've been what they've been and, it we haven't really seen the front office do something um and then this year they they did do something and so i feel like there's going to be yeah a lot of kind of patience with these two as they come in and yeah uh we'll be looking for the positives more often than not and i feel like by the end of casper's term it was almost the opposite where we're like all right what what's the negative that i can talk about with him because we're tired of him right so Right. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah I agree, and I think that that goes to show how well Ernst has done to like gain that kind of uh, 
that kind of leash because the way he's built this team, we've we're all pretty much he's squashed Jetty Doubt in, in the fan base. So like having him find these get these two guys, we we believe that they will should work out. And so we're just kind of we can be patient and and then letting them figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um all right, let's see. Would you, uh, okay, homegrown's come in. Uh, I thought they brought some good energy. Yep. And again, kind of similar to the Carranza and Ua stuff. Like, there's always going to be a or with these guys, they're always going to have um, looking for more positivity than not with with them because they're just. We obviously are a big fan of them, um, being that we've talked to most of them. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think I think Paxton showed the most good. for me. I thought he like like you said he brought a lot of energy and was trying to find the ball a lot. So I that I, yeah I, I I think I like seeing them off the bench and being the guys to bring energy because you need that from from subs and who has more energy than teenagers. So I think it makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, both Paxton and and McGlynn both showed off some of their uh, technical skills. Yeah. Like McGlynn played a nice little chip with his left foot that was just like perfectly weighted, um, and yeah, yeah, Paxton, he he had that shot that uh I think it was Santos blocked it by accident. Right. But man, that would have been nice if he if he was able to get on the score sheet early. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Reactions. What are we going to let's give me something that we're going to overreact about right now. Uh. Phew. Hmm. I do you have one? I'm I'm, tr- I'm struggling to think of an overreaction. I feel like this was such a kind of average game that it's hard to find an overreaction from this kind of game. I, I mine is uh the Bizo, I think. Okay, yeah. I think that's that's the overreaction and I know I see people calling for put Harriel in and, and we're, you know, obviously huge Harriel aerial fans uh sure but we're also gonna root for Bizo, so i yeah 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 it's like i don't think i don't think 90 minutes into the season you you take out the right back who played almost all the games last year like right i th- i think um, yeah another overreaction could be uh that maybe god's dog isn't it um mm. because he, he he had some looks and i know he like uh you know got into the box and created some things but maybe we should be looking for him to, to be able to create more because yep. we saw on the other side of Reynoso, who's obviously one of the best number 10s in the league do more with not being given less, given a lot to work with for, for Minnesota's attack. And he was able to find some spots, find some looks. Um, and maybe we want to see a little bit more from God's dog in that regard. Yeah, this season. So with giving up the, uh that goal early that allowed Minnesota to kind of just kind of dictate the way the game was played. And, and with the union, we might see this a lot where, especially at home where teams aren't going to come out and push too much forward. They're going to sit a lot. And so we're going to really need guys like a uh, Kazdag, Uwa, Paxton McGlynn, um, to create, be a little more creative than let's let Wagner and Biza throw balls into the box or Glesnes in this case yeah um yeah it'll be interesting to see if they can develop more in the final third while right. teams kind of sit back and are afraid of us um 
Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, all right. Let, before we do a break, union best, union worst. Best will be. Whew. I guess I'm gonna go with. I go. I'll go with Burke. I'll go, I'll, I'll go with Burke, the goal scorer. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, good. I didn't want you to take mine. I'm going Martinez. I okay. thought Martinez was awesome, and we we didn't talk about him. I I, um, I agree that he was good, but I also was fresh. I still get frustrated with him when he's on the ball, getting out of the back. That was like he was part yeah. of the problem okay. that I, when it, when I was frustrated with our passing on the back, he was one of the guys I saw most do that. So, but I agree yeah, they also um, he also did have a great game and was very aggressive and covered a lot of ground. Yeah, absolutely covered a lot. Um, Union worst. Uh, gosh. Um. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll go Bizo. I'll take the easy one. Yeah, you take. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with. I'll go with either of the central defenders. I'll go. I'll go Elliot. Okay. Yeah, because Glesnick's got the assist, so I'll go yeah. Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Cool. Cool. Um. Solid. Maybe the second half of the episode will bring a little more energy, but uh, I don't know. you're gonna have to come back to find out. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Doobie Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. Thanks for coming back. We're ready to bring it for this second half of the episode. Um, Luke. Yeah. You want to ask it? You want me to ask it? I'll ask it. The big one. Okay. It's the big one. The big question. <laughs> uh, who should bang the big drum next? And who should just like name like a couple guys I think will be good to to be, you know, honored with this massive drum? Uh, I mean, I feel I feel like the city's going to be dying for Mr. James Harden to come on out. I, um, I mean, that's going to be tough to have him. Houston Dynamo owner, you know, in a, in a photo with a, another team's logo. So that's that's good. That could be a tough tough ask, even though he's a Philly guy. Yes, yeah. I mean, I and there's also the wrinkle of uh, you know, Kevin Durant. Being in attendance, you know, he's always at our games. I could see Kevin before uh, Harden. Yeah, I guess maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd be a. I, I say you just put one on each side, but don't tell them. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's something there. There's something there. And then they just fight each other with their mallets. That'd be good. <laughs> um. Other guys, uh, gosh, I mean, he's good to get some like alumni, you yeah, know, you like, like Brian Carroll, Danny Danny Caleb. Caleb, Brian Carroll. Yeah. Um, do you, do you have Ray Gaddis do it when Cincinnati comes? Uh, that would be awkward, but awesome. Yeah. And what if you just like had all of them, like him, Chris Albright? Cause that was when I was thinking like Albright, he's, he would be someone, um, Pat Noon and just have them all just walk up and hit it and then have to go to their own bench. Um, yeah, I bet. Doesn't like, isn't there like that rapper Freeway everyone likes or something? Um, I mean, he's, he's a, he is a rapper from Philly. I don't know how many people like him. I don't, I just, I literally don't know anything about him, but um, yeah, that, that'd be a good one. Yeah. You know, it'd be cool to get like, yeah, like, like Will Smith, Meek Mills, like, real famous people but like if they haven't really oh, gone yeah, I mean, to union games before like getting them just for this draw i don't know if that's really the, the draw so 
I, I don't know, man. But if you're gonna throw out, the, yeah, let's let's go Tom Hanks. Let's go. Let's come on, man. I mean, I don't know if he's like a Philly. I've talked about Philly people, but maybe, I don't know, maybe like Carly Tom, Lloyd. Tom, Tom Carly Hanks Lloyd was in a movie called Philadelphia. Yeah, but okay, sure, sure. Thank you. Respect. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of how how long is this list until we get asked to to bang the drum. Whew, I don't think I don't think there's a list long enough for you yeah. and me to be mentioned. I mean, like maybe like a preseason. No one's out there. We we get we get honored, you know. Could be fun. <laughs> I think honored is uh, <laughs> a loose word there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I I think I think and I'll, I'll propose this. I think they should invite all of the union podcasts out to the field, but then they put the drum on one side of the field and we all start at the other. And it's a race. You just yeah. have to run across the field. And and, like, uh, there's like one mallet like at center field they have to fight for first and then get to yeah, the... Almost, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think it should be like a Hunger Games type yeah, deal. Yeah, definitely. One, one mallet. Yeah. But then there's like... The sprinklers are on. The sprinklers are on. There's, and the there's like flamethrowers around and you can... Game, know, the game something. is going on as well. So, yo, yo, yeah, this is in the middle of the game. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely and the fans it's a bow and arrow night giveaway <laughs> night and so they all have arrows and you say you get and there's a boulder that comes rolling across the field and yeah all right cool so that's we'll it that, that's the next tradition that we need to introduce to the, <laughs> maybe next season that'll that'll be it that was yeah yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll workshop some names but uh yeah, no, it's, podcast it's, hunger games for the drum definitely onto something we'll, here yeah yeah cool um all right so uh this so that's it we, that's it cool solid solid uh segment luke <laughs> thanks you're bringing a lot here yeah all right it. uh all right so we got we're going up to uh, canada playing montreal um i got to go up there once to see the union play in montreal it was an awesome experience but they're playing at the olympic stadium not the one that i went to uh Montreal sucks. They're all the way down in 12th place. Losers. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. So they don't have Kyoto. He right. uh, got frustrated and kind of gave someone a little bit of a, not quite a punch. It was kind of a weak push with a hand or something. Yeah, it was like a, um, a push with fists. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I, I deserved, um, I deserved red. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw someone say, Oh, Kyoto lost his mind and punched someone, and I immediately tried to find the highlight, and I was like, mm, "That was kind of aggressive on the word punch." But yeah, yeah. Um, you got me to go check out the highlight. So well done, person. <laughs> um, they lost two nothing to Orlando. Uh, Orlando could be a decent team this year. So yeah, it's, I mean, in Montreal they've got a good coach. Uh, that dude's got them playing well. Jordi Mihailovic. Still will be there. Um, he's being tied to Leeds with Mr. Jesse Marsh, as well as our buddy Brendan Aronson. So, uh, I mean, they've, they've got they've got some pieces. Yeah, they're definitely a they're solid team. Yeah, yeah, it's at home for them. So the the union are uh, they've got their work cut out for them. Um, definitely. DraftKings had had the union at plus two hundred for the win. So. Not exactly favored in that matchup. Uh, yeah, but Luke, how many minutes do you want to see Ua play? I want to see him play. Ideally, like thirty minutes. I yeah, 
yeah but, i think i think that that'd be a good ask just just yeah, yeah like get him, him like a, a, a not just not like just a cameo get up like some time to really feel it out how if how it you know how it actually feels to play with this team play with these guys in a, in a real game at, at game speed um so and, and i guess it obviously depend, it depends on like game state like what what's needed in the game if we're i i don't know i feel like even if we're up by up by uh, you know a, com- a comfortable lead throw him out there doesn't couldn't hurt but if we need goals you know he's obviously a striker so i i think he's it makes sense for him to get a a, a good look in this game definitely um, another factor in this game is is that Montreal has Champions League the following week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they that. might be, I you know I know it's their first home game of the season, so I, I doubt they're really going to be like taking this game off or anything. But it it is definitely a factor that they have that going on too. And and uh, MLS teams have been struggling in in, in this opening week uh, that those that were involved in, in, in champions league. So it's, it definitely helps us. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's as drastic as a, fa- as of a factor as it, it, it possibly could be being that it's before the game and it's pretty, you know, teams are pretty fresh, but yeah. Wild, wild stat about those MLS teams that, uh, are in champions league, um, on the first, in the first week, I think there were five teams in Champions League from MLS or something. Mm-hmm. Like four of them lost. NYC, Colorado, Montreal, Seattle. So yeah, Colorado, no goal. Um, I forget. I already forgot which ones I just named. Montreal, they didn't score. New York City did not score. Seattle did not score. And whichever one I'm missing. Uh, refs, right? Well, yeah, but Reds. yeah, but they didn't, they didn't really count because they didn't Reds actually play. In it. One, two, three. Are they? They're in it, but they didn't actually play a Champions League game. Oh, the that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was, it yeah, doesn't really count. Yeah. yeah, so one tie tied, of those yeah. five teams. Yeah. That's crazy. And the rest didn't even score a goal. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was just an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that kind of struggle still exists into the next week. And then it just makes us feel better about what we did last year. Exactly. Yeah. Even though I don't can't say we actually really had a great start this season, but it still makes us feel good about our run. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Other games from the week you want to call out? Uh. Anything surprise you from other MLS action? In this this past week. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty shocked that. Uh, I don't know if I was shocked, but it was surprising that Nashville beat C- Seattle. Um, I, I know it's like the, we just talked about the CCL stuff, but I feel like Seattle's such a, a juggernaut and playing at home. I never expect them to to lose. Um, and they have pretty much all their guys are, are healthy, right next in, in, in their lineup. So that was kind of surprising. Um, I know Nashville's really good, but I didn't think they were that good. So that was, yeah. I guess that was a surprise to me. Um, another one, maybe uh, or Atlanta seems to be really clicking. Uh, even with like Dobbed Wire and they got that that young guy Wiley, um, so they could be scary this year. So that's a little bit of concern. Um, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the, the, the Eastern Conference team like Atlanta, uh, DC three zero granted against Charlotte. Um, Columbus had a big win too. Columbus, yeah. Even and, Orlando do nothing over Montreal. New England a good tie on the road. Yeah, like like the Eastern Conference. Looks strong. Uh, 
definitely. Yeah. Oh, a strong start. Strong start. Yeah, and there's still teams um, like Chicago that and are in Toronto that like are going through kind of a shift, but could turn into really good teams at the, as the uh, as the season goes. So there's definitely going to be a, a lot of competition in this in this uh, division, conference, whatever. Yeah, one them. one team that is not going to be competing, Cincinnati. Man, losing five zero, that's crazy. Yeah, to like, Austin, who's like not a good team either. Yeah. I I I thought that game had a tie written all over it, and yeah. man, was I wrong. That was yeah. I mean, I made some bad bets, but <laughs> that one looked like maybe the worst. Um, yeah, I also I also thought yeah, Kansas City would beat Atlanta, and uh, I was pretty sure Seattle was going to beat Nashville twice by or by two goals. So hmm. not not my best weekend of bets. Yeah, I'll say that. I agree. Um, yeah, and now I need to look at who Cincinnati's playing this week, so that could be a sure thing. DC. Oh yeah. It'd be, I hate putting money on DC and rooting for DC, but that might need to happen. Yeah. Um, and it's Cincinnati's home opener, so that's always tough. I Cincinnati's throwing so many of my bets somehow, <laughs> but it's just yeah. So uh, yeah, I made one bet so far for this weekend. Um, and I do like I, th- I think it's good for us to let people know what we're putting our money on, just just so they can see how how valid we are in our uh, knowledge here. Yeah, we're gonna keep um, losing listeners week by week. Yeah, one one at a time. So <laughs> I, I found a little parlay, and uh, I'll, I'll be honest, I only put fifty cents on it because that fifty cents, if this parlay hits, will net me seventy two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so you might want to tail this one. All right. So I got the Revs winning a draw between Toronto and New York Red Bull sporting KC beating Houston, the union beating Montreal Columbus crew beating earthquakes, Orlando city beating Chicago fire DC beating Cincinnati Columbus, uh, no Colorado and Atlanta time NYCFC beating the, the white caps and Seattle beating real salt Lake. Wow. So you said that, what is that? 10 games? That was ten games. Yep, it's a. The odds are over a million. So, <laughs> I felt like that fifty cents. Um, you know, could be a nice little. Send, nice send, little hit. send Kiki to college with that money. Yeah, man. Um, um oof, that's... yeah, none of those, none of my picks. I even feel bad about. Nothing's like a swing. It's just. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, it's a sure thing. You got it. You nailed it. Um, I'll give mine. That's way less exciting, but it's a, a three-game parlay. And I have Kansas City beating Houston, Rebs beating Dallas, and Toronto beating Red Bulls. It's a, nice, you know, a modest plus 664 um, odds. So I think I it's not a bad one. Nice, man. Well, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, feel free to tail any of our bets because, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, last week I went, I think I went over five on MLS bets, but. So pretty good. The unit are, plus two, unit are plus 200 at the moment, so that's a, a nice little odd. Even though, like we said, yeah. Montreal's going to be tough, but, you know, believe in our guys. That's that's not a bad bet. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, I, I guess we should, I got nothing else. So let's wrap it up with our predictions for the weekend. Let's do it. All right. I'm going to go, uh, I, I, th- I think we're getting a win. I think Montreal <laughs> sucks. And I'm going to go with a one nothing road win. 
and we'll be right back on pace with what we want to be. There you go. Um, and I'm going to have the new guy, Ura, Ua, Ua, scoring that goal. Yeah, that's Let's nice. Um, yeah, okay. I, I think, I, I guess I have to pick a win too. Um, I'm going to say it's a 2-1 win. It's a back and forth game. Uh, and we're going to get goals from Carranza and uh, Bedoya. He's going to come up clutch Ooh. like he, he tends to do. All right. Nice, man. What did you think of Bedoya this weekend? How do, how do you look for you? I honestly can't say he stood, stood out in any way in my mind. Right. Yeah. Not positively or negatively. Yeah. So. But I guess that's fine. I don't know. Like I, I, yeah, that's that's a that was a tough one. I, I he didn't register in my mind, and I, maybe that's just, maybe that's on me. But uh, he didn't really do much, did he? What did you did you can you do you have any other thoughts on that? Like, no, no, huh. no. That, it's weird. Yeah. All right, man. Well, cool. Solid work. Solid work, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Make sure you rate us, leave us a review, and. Uh... Yeah, no. Let's let's go union. Keep on what do I say? Keep on being good people. There you go. Union goal.